some people are so miserable about this COVID. And I'm not trying to make light because some people lost their job and everything else like that. But even if you lose your job, I mean, look, let's face it, it is what it is. We've got to accept what we can't change, right? Mm. The big question is this. How are investors like us who weren't born in a silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Hey there, George Markoski and Christina. Hello. Live for the Markoski Property Show. Hey guys. Enjoying my cup of tea in the afternoon. Guys, happy hump day. It's Wednesday, my little black belts. Welcome. Today's Ask Me Anything Wednesdays. It's the property show. Today we're going to be talking about COVID. And really what today we're going to talk about is three things. How to protect yourself how to profit, and how to prosper from COVID. So if you want to know anything about those things, that's what we're talking about. So please ask away. I can't see any questions at the moment, but I'm going to be opening up my thing. And Christina's having a cup of tea. I'm going to have myself a beer tonight. It's Wednesday. I've been a good boy all week. I've decided to have a beer. So cheers. If you're having a beer at home, here's a little cheers, a virtual cheers saying hello. Cheers. Now, this morning, actually, I was on an international zoom to uh, an acquaintance of mine Darius who wrote the core equation so what happened recently McGlinky Cardi from the game changers he runs a massive group of entrepreneurs all around Australia the game changers I'm part of that group and what happened was they were ha- they normally have a live event but they had a virtual event this time around and what happened was he invited me as a speaker and we shared the stage with Darius um, and Darius was one of the top 40 CEOs out of the fortune 500 um, in America which is pretty amazing He's done some amazing stuff. Then they had Mike McCallowitz who wrote Profit First and Clockwork. Genius, really, really smart guy. And then, of course, they had me, the property guy. And the reason they had me on there is this, because it's a business group and there's some very successful business people there, right? And I really can't teach them anything about business because I'm good at business, but what I specialize in really is property. That's what I'm really good at. That's my zone of genius. That's where I shine. Mm-hmm. And they got me on board. The reason being is Barry... I'm Barry's coach, and Barry's the leader of their group. And Barry's a very, very good coach. And if you're interested in business coaching, he's the man. He's fantastic, and he's really taken our business to the next level. You know, Barry just said, George, you're too cheap. You need to charge more. (laughs) And I guess we've been doing that a bit by bit, and I want to balance that out because at the end of the day, our goal, what our mission is, we want to help, we want to empower 10,000 Australians to create wealth through property investing using the Mikoski method. That's what we want to do. And... You know, we've had over 2,000 people join our group in one way or the other, and we want to grow that tribe, you know. And if that's you, and if you're watching us, if you're in Property Secrets, you know, I want you to be one of those 10,000, and I want to help you to get there. And I, I know that I can't help everyone. I get that. We can't. But I want to help as many people as I can. So there's two ways we're helping people. One is I'm going to be giving education every Wednesday on this channel for a very long time for years and years to come. I'm going to give you as much information as I can. I want to help you become a millionaire. Also, or you know, successful property investing. Also, we're helping people through our program and our mentoring. So there's two ways. There's the free way, the paid way, and they're both pretty good. You know, as Gary V, my friend Gary V was saying, just give, 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 give a lot of value. And that's what I'm doing. I want to give as much value as I can. And that's our goals. That's our mission, which I think is important for you to know what our mission is. Because 
You're part of our tribe, you know what I mean? Cheers. Absolutely. You know, kumbaya. We're all on the same page here. We're all on this journey through life together. So it's going to be very exciting. So profit, so protect, profit, prosper. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what I'm going to say, controversial. I'm going to say it, okay? I said it last time. Back in 2008 during the GFC, I said these exact words. <coughs> and the people that listen to me have done very well. I've, I've created quite a few millionaires in my life. Anyway, so what happened was Darius came along the show this morning and we're launching our new podcast, guys. Property Secrets. Property Secrets. I'm very excited about that. With George Markowski. That's right. Thank you. Featuring Christina. <laughs> That's right. Now, and what I did is I interviewed Darius in the podcast and we talked about core values. He's writing a new book called The Core Value Equation. He grew a group, grew a group people, a company, mortgage company actually, funny enough, mm. that did subprime mortgages back in 2007. Right. Right. I want to get more into that because I'm fascinated by that too. Mm -hmm. But basically, he got a company of 30 staff and grew it to a thousand in three years. Wow. And the way he did that was through core values. And I want to touch on values and core values and the reason I was talking to him, regardless if you're in business or not. Mm. Core values are so important. And I've got a question for you. Do you know your core values? What are your values? Because if you don't know what your core values are, you really need to discover them. It's very important. Because what I find is if you make your decisions on principles and values, you can't go wrong, mm. right? When you make it up as you go along or you just do something because it feels good. Fly by the seat of your pants. <laughs> you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to be right. all, all over the place. And look, principle and value-based investing is so important. Absolutely. And we're talking about protection. And one of the ways to protect yourself is you need to use values and principles to actually invest. Totally. Right? Yeah, because then you're coming back to a core message. Well, well not only you come to a core, the core message, because what happens is your values and your purpose and your goals are usually aligned. Mm. And because of that, it stays on the path. Because what they did is very interesting, actually. Um, if and I'm is this what Darius did? No, no. This is what someone else did. Mike Mark, McQuellow. So basically, we're going to be writing a guide. Christina's going to help me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We're going to be writing a guide for you. It's going to be volunteer. a free guide. So if you want a copy of my guide, please type in, you know, PPP. Because we're going to be talking about PP. P. PPP. <laughs> triple P. The triple P, yes. And this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you the 10 keys to one. First, first part of the guide is going to be how to protect yourself. Second guide is going to be how to profit. And third one is how to prosper out of the financial crisis that we're going through now. Mm. This financial crisis is once in 100 years. But then you've got the GFC, which is once in 100 years, and then you had the, the 1987 stock market. There's financial crisis coming in all the time. So don't be surprised if we have another one in another 10 or 20 years again, right? And don't be surprised if it happens again and again. Same old, same old. Yes. It keeps it's, going on. It's a circle. What I want to do now is I want to talk about protecting yourself. And what I want to do is go back in time. Because Mark Twain, he said, history doesn't repeat. But it, but it rhymes. rhymes. You know what that means, don't you? You can learn from the past, mm. right? So let's talk about the past. 2008. There was the GFC. 
I was investing, a lot of investors out there, and now see my investing is value and principle-based investing. So what do you think happened to my properties? Any guess anyone want to type in? What do you think happened? Did I lose money? Did I stay the same? Did I make money? What do you think happened to my properties? Well, guess what? They went up. And that's because they're value-based and principle-based. Mm -hmm. And I want to go back to this core because it's very important. You must be thinking, well, why is it prattling about value and principle? We want to learn about property. Because property investing and anything really big and good in your life is based on your values and your principles. And you need to get down to that basis to get to that next level. doesn't matter if you're building a big corporation. If you've got a family that you want to do, you've got, you want to, um, you know, keep together and all that. It doesn't matter if you've got a property portfolio. The principles and the values are important. And that's why Whatever we're very, you're trying to achieve in life, really. That's right. And that's why we're very clear on ours. And I'm going to talk to you about our values and principles to give you a bit of an example of what, they're, what they are and why they're like this. Mm-hmm. And these values are not only my business values. They're my personal values. They're my investing values. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's the important thing because then I just get guided everywhere. So our acronym for our values is HEART. Mm-hmm. And H is for? Have fun. Yes. And have fun, which means progress over perfection. See, what happens is, you know, there's never a perfect property. There's never a perfect staff member. There's never perfect anything. Mm. And what people get caught up on, they look at a property and think, oh, it's not quite perfect. Mm. You're not going to find the perfect property. It's never going to be perfect. You're not going to find the perfect perfect partner. Hey, or the perfect workout or the perfect meal. I don't know. What about the perfect partner? I do. Okay, I do. But uh, progress over... Over perfection. And so look, it's so, more important to make progress and actually to take action and do something. Yes, but the important part is you've got to have fun doing it. Seriously. There's no point being miserable about it. No, Your morals have fun. I don't want fun. anyone being miserable. There's no yet. point. Don't be miserable. Don't, don't be, be miserable, miserable in life. No, just have fun. Have like, fun. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Because some people are so miserable about this COVID. And I'm not trying to make light because some people lost their job and everything else like that. But even if you lose your job, I mean, look, let's face it, it is what it is. We've got to accept what we can't, can't change, right? Mm. And we live in the luckiest country in the world, and we're going to bounce back a lot easier than everyone else. I'm going to talk to you about the facts in a minute, which is very exciting, but I'm going to go through these values first. Yeah. And what's the second value? E. E. Everyone wins. So the client wins, the staff win, the company wins, and the, the community, community. Because we we're a community-based business, right? And we're part of B1G1, buy one, get one. Mm. So one of, one of the ways everyone wins, and we're going to push this value, is where actually every time someone joins our 14-day challenge, you've probably heard about the 14-day challenge that we do, I'm going to, we're going to be buying five bricks. To build a school in, in Kenya. Kenya. And I think in any transaction in life, whether it's monetary or even people just spending time, trading their time for whatever... It needs to be a win-win. It can't be just a take from either party. It needs to be you're both mutually benefiting from exactly. the exchange. Exactly. And look, I'm giving my time for free. Mm-hmm. And I'd like you to help someone else in our group. Exactly. That's, that's all I want. Because I <laughs> really support want, each other. That's I want you guys about. to support each other in our community. You really want to do. You want to support each other. So that's what um, E is for. And A is for authenticity. Mm. And authenticity. There's so many people out there that pretend to be something they're not. Mm. And really, I've had it up to here with those get-rich-quick 
real estate people going, hey, I made $40 million out of real estate and you can too in six months and blah, blah, <laughs> oh, blah. you can make seven mil in seven days. <laughs> Look, all, all that it, bull crap out there. It bores me to tears. I've had enough of that crap. It's just not true. Now, serious, guys, if you're watching this, you can't become an instant millionaire of property. You can't get, you know, go to seven figures in seven days or anything like that, right? And you see these ads about, you know, my client here made five million in three weeks and blah, blah, blah. It's a load of bollocks. And can it happen? Yes, but by accident. Mm. You know, I bought a property and it doubled in the next year, right? But did it happen because I'm a genius? No, it happened because the market conditions were right. Mm. But I could have had to wait another three years to do it. It doesn't matter. Long term, did it outperform anything else? No, it didn't, but short term it did. So the, the thing is, some of these classic quick wins aren't necessarily that quick or that amazing because you've got to look at the long term anyway. And usually there's a foundation that you've built over years and years of hard work for you to become an overnight success. Exactly. So last year I made a million dollars out of property. And you could say, wow, a million dollars out of property, how awesome. Mm. But it took me 20 years to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not suggesting you can do that. I'm suggesting you can work towards it in 20 years' time, not now. You know what I mean? But, you know, that, that's the beautiful thing about compounding. It works. <laughs> so our next value is... Ah. Well, let, let's finish authentic. I forgot about authentic. Being real, being vulnerable. And you know what? I'm, I want to be real and vulnerable with you guys. And, you know, I'm not just going to say, hey, I'm awesome, everything's great. If things aren't good, I'll tell you. You know what I mean? Because, you know, even I have ups and downs. It's not always positive. Everyone does. And it's only real. That's I'm not gonna being pretend, human. I'm not going to pretend that my life is perfect every minute of the day because it's mm. not. You know, I've got the same frustrations, same challenges that everyone else has. Well, slightly different because I've got to the point where I'm in a different area. Mm. But still, you're still at challenges. There's no ending of challenges no matter how much money you made. And you might think, well, you made a million dollars last year. What challenges have you got? Well, even if you make a million dollars without getting out of bed, you still got challenges. Trust me on that. Mm. So being authentic and being vulnerable. You know what I mean? And I'm not afraid to be vulnerable in front of you and everyone else because I, I prefer to be vulnerable and be real so then I can connect to the right people. So R is for radical responsibility. That's right. Now, at the end of the day, you know, who's responsible for your success? You are. You. I'm responsible for my success. You're responsible for your success. That's right. So we've got to take radical responsibility because, you know, we're going to give you all the tools and everything we can. We're going to help you as much as we can. But we're not responsible for your success. That's the fact of it. Just letting you know. Mm. You know, ultimately, you're responsible for... You, you and your actions and your attitude and your motivation are completely responsible for the results that you get in your life. Absolutely. Right? 100%. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter how much we help you, it's up to you to get there and get what you need to do. And that's why... We want to help people as much as we can, but really, if you can take radical responsibility and take responsibility for your success, for your family, for your loved ones, for everything else, then you're going to get somewhere. And I tell the story about the, the baby on the doorstep. Because yeah. that's a good one about how you might not think you're responsible for something, but you actually are. Yeah, see, it doesn't matter what happens to your life, in your life. You may not be the cause, but you're responsible, mm. right? And how is this? I mean, you're responsible for what COVID's done to you right now. Mm. Who else is responsible? And how does that work? A lot of people are going to argue with me on this one. I've had this before and I'll explain the story. So let's say you had a knock on the door right now and you go out the front and there's no one around 
the little basket, the little baby wrapped up in all little blankets and a little note saying, hey, you know, I'm an orphan and I've got no one. Please look after me. Aww. Right? Now, did you put the baby there? No. no. But there's no one else there. And if you left the baby outside tonight, what do you think will happen to the baby? It would die. So who's responsible? You are. You are. Now, obviously, you're not responsible to be mummy or daddy for the rest of its life. You're responsible to bring it in, keep it sheltered, and call the authorities, whatever you need to do. Mm. It's not like the old days when you found a baby on the doorstep. It ended up being your kid. That's <laughs> Did that happen yes. in the old days? Yes. <laughs> but you are responsible for whatever happens in your life, good or bad. Your, your actions and the way you respond to it, you've got to take full responsibility. So take radical that. responsibility. <laughs> and T is... For take pride. Yeah. You know what? If you're going to do something... Do it well. Mm -hmm. Take pride in yourself and your work. Take mm -hmm. pride in the company you keep. Mm -hmm. Seriously, the company you keep is very important. If you're not proud of the people you hang out with, they maybe, change the maybe, people you maybe, hang out maybe with. you're hanging out the wrong people. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Get people that support you, that bring you up, that bring out the best in you. You know, you want to surround yourself with people who are like-minded and who are leveling up in their lives because that's what you're all doing. Everyone here is leveling up and you obviously are here for a reason. You want a better future for yourself and your family. And that's why you've started your journey with property investing. And you want that passive income. You want that freedom that it can provide you with. Yeah, so let's talk about some facts here. Fact machine, go. Let's talk about facts. Okay, guys, ready? For some facts. Because this is important, right? Mm -hmm. There's just under 16,000 suburbs in Australia. Okay. Excellent. Thank you for right. that fact. And out of those suburbs, there's 10.5 million houses. That's a lot of homes. There's Is that including apartments or not? Everything. Wow. Everything. Properties. There's about 10.5 million properties in Australia. Right. The whole Australia. There's about 24 million people in Australia. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, around 70% of the properties in Australia are owned occupied. And that's extraordinarily large. Compared to the world stage. Yeah, that's awesome. 70% unoccupied. Mm. Now, out of that 70%, 50% have got no mortgage. Completely and utterly wow. paid off. That's amazing. Paid off completely. That's unbelievable. Right? Mm. What about the other half? Right? Well, they're using equity to generate income, right? Mm -hmm. So the total value of Australian real estate out of those 10.5 million properties is around $7.4 trillion. Mm -hmm. The outstanding loan amount against the real estate is around $1.3 trillion. Wow. That's how much we owe. So let's do the math. Okay. Okay. $7.4 trillion. And, we, and, we, and the loan against them is $1.3 trillion. Mm -hmm. That's sweet FA. Not a lot of debt at all. Around 25%. That's nothing. Right. So you're looking at a loan-to-value ro ratio of 25%. That's like very small. Do you think real estate is safe? Absolutely. Safe as houses. <laughs> Can you hear those stats? Do you hear those stats? That's the stats. So The numbers don't lie. This, this is the deal. Too many people are watching television. 60 minutes. <laughs> television. And television is telling people that you're screwed. There's a lot of media hype, media sensationalizing over the COVID-19 and what's happening in the property market. So this, this is the deal. Like, the people that are owner-occupiers, right? Mm. Whether they lose their job or not, or whether things get tight, they're not going to sell their property. No. 
the fifty percent that own it outright, well, they don't have to do anything, mm. right? And the, and the other fifty percent, most people in their mortgages, a large percentage, are actually twenty weeks ahead. Wow, they've got a massive buffer. buffer. We we here in Australia, we're very different type of countries, mm. you know, because you know you look at America, what happened with the properties there and people living hand to mouth, and what happened was, you know, mm. people in America on average have got $600 worth of expenses before they go broke. Wow. The average person in America. They're literally like one week away. One week away of bankruptcy. Wow. Right? Here in Australia, we are miles away. We're actually the richest country in the world per capita if you exclude micronations. Right. You know what a micronation is? No, explain. Uh, Monaco, the Vatican. The Vatican. it would be small based yeah. on the name micro. Yes. So <laughs> mi micronations are micro... Nations, right? And they're self-explanatory. Yeah, they're very small little nations. Oh, like the Vatican. Yes, that are oh, very, okay. very wealthy, but so hardly on there. Island would be one. Um, yes, but then it's not a rich micro nation. Oh, okay. Oh, no, not rich. It would no. Be okay. No, Mon Monaco is very rich. Right. So a lot of micro nations are really, really rich. Okay. And I don't know many of them, so I don't know. We'll save that for another podcast. Yes, but anyway, so yeah. we're the richest country. And we've got um, a lot going for us. And we, as we spoke last time about New Zealand, they've had over 100 weeks of property prices going up in a mm. row. And because they've recovered from COVID... Actually, four new cases, I think, either today or... In New Zealand? Yeah, recently. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. Because they recovered quicker than anyone else, yep. they've actually... Um, their economy's gone a lot better. Now, mm. the thing is, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't have a crystal ball. Mm. But I know one thing. Whenever stocks go down, whenever there's there's a challenge in the market, property goes up. Mm -hmm. Right, that's the fact that there's always an upswing. And just looking at the past, since the eighties, okay, nineteen seventies, nineteen seventies, we had a massive financial crisis. Then we had a property boom. Right. Then the eighties, same thing happened. We had a property boom. Nineties, mm -hmm. eighties, we had a massive financial crisis. Like it was huge. People were jumping out of buildings and killing themselves. Massive financial boom in the nineties after that. 2000, we had another financial crisis and we had um, GST come in, all that sort of stuff. Then we had the boom again. Then we had GFC, then we had a boom afterwards. Now we've got Corona. And what do you think is going to happen? It's happened over boom and again. over and over and over. <laughs> so get in while it's still affordable. So, so, so this is the deal, right? The boom's going to happen much quicker than you think. Mm. You're going to blink and the boom's going to be over. And you're going to be crying like everyone else did after 2008. Because 2008, what happened was everyone's like, oh, you know, everything's shit. Don't worry about it. And then prices in Sydney and Melbourne doubled overnight. Mm. Went crazy. Well, then can you miss it? And then what happened is everyone that was scared sitting on the fence, guess what they did? When I told them not to. They jumped in when the prices had already gone oh, up. Oh, oh, oh. Face That's what up. everyone does. Look. So if you follow the herd and you're a sheep, you're going to get the same results as the sheep. Exactly. And that's why New Zealand's doing so well at the moment. Mm. All the sheep are following the herd. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Zealand, help it, sorry. They tend to do that. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, fortune favours the bold. Mm. It doesn't favour the meek. But getting that, it is a big shift mentally, understanding what essentially taking on good <coughs> debt can do and how it's going to make you money in the future. And look, you know what? I think her not wanting to invest in property is fair enough. But it's sad because she's missing out on a... Great yeah, but I, I, I think that's a good thing she doesn't invest. Mm. Well, because, she doesn't understand Because it. she doesn't understand it. Yeah, Because if you agree. don't understand it, you shouldn't be doing it. I agree. You right? need so to understand what, it. What you should do really is invest in yourself and get the confidence. And don't invest if you're scared of investing. 
educated. And you don't understand it. Get educated yeah. and until you're comfortable. Because when you're comfortable and you know what you're doing, that's when you should invest. If you're not comfortable investing, don't invest. Mm, you know, it just floors me that, you know, people like, oh, well, doesn't matter if you don't know what you're doing, just do it. No, don't, mm. don't invest. Invest in yourself first. Learn. Mm. Get comfortable. Know why you're doing it and really understand it. But also seek out people who have got the results that you're wishing to achieve and, and surround yourself Hell with, yeah. with positive people that uh, have got the same goals. You don't want, you. You want people poo-pooing you for investing. No. When I bought my first house, mm. oh, it was annoying, right? Because what happened was, you know, friends of the family are like, oh, you shouldn't have bought now. The worst time to buy. You're going to lose money. Why did you buy in that area? Mm. Oh, it's an old house. It's going to fall Everyone's apart. Everyone's got an opinion on but property. Anyway, yeah. and everyone told me I was doing the wrong thing. Mm. I was putting myself in debt. They were saying that interest rates are too high. They were like 8.5% at the time. They were high. And they were saying, don't do it. You're an idiot. You should go to the stock market and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that house I bought for 170 something thousand. Now it's worth 850000 Hello. All, right. All it did... Every year is making money Keep on money and money up, and money. Year after year, and that's what property Then I bought my second house. And guess what happened? Everyone Same said, thing. oh, no, you shouldn't do it. Everyone was negative. Everyone was trying to give their two cents. Yeah. And see, every time I buy a property, not anymore, because now everyone knows that I'm the leader. Of my, I'm, you know, I'm a renowned property investor now. So people don't actually comment on me buying property anymore, which is great. Maybe that's why I wanted to become a you know a property <laughs> educator. So now no one says anything. You know what I mean? When I, I go, I'm buying a property, people go, oh yeah, you, you're doing it. Mm -hmm. But until I became a real estate educator, mm. until then, even when I had like 10 properties, people were commenting and giving me their two bobs worth. Why I shouldn't and should. And what really was annoying is here I am, I've got 10 properties, I'm retired mm. on property, I know what I'm doing. And there's Joe Blow, who's got no property. Working the nine to five. Right? He's got no property. Telling you how property is And he's bad telling idea. me, <laughs> teaching me how not to invest in property. And I'm like, but how many properties do you have? Because oh, I don't have any. I go, well, why are you telling me what to do? Well, I've got 10. What makes you think you've got the right he, to have And he's like, oh, I, I could have had property, but my ex wife broke up with me and I didn't get the timing right and blah, blah, blah. But I really know the market. I've been watching this guy on, on YouTube and I know what I'm doing. And, you know what I mean? and it's very annoying, but you know, I don't mind taking advice of people that know more than me through practice, but mm. not through theory. Yeah, I agree. You could be a black belt in theory, but if you go head to head with a, with a blue belt, he's going to kick your ass if he's got practice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like really theory is crap. I don't, I'm not interested in theory. I'm interested in practice. And real life results are all that matters at the end of the day. So it doesn't matter, you know, how much you, you read about something. You have to actually get out there and do it yeah. in real life. So really, like, you can, you can think about, you can read a book on riding a bike. Mm -hmm. But riding a bike and reading a book on it, someone can read 20 books on riding a bike. But actually, riding a bike is more important than reading a book They're on it. They're two very different things. That's right. You can read about having sex. But having sex and actually... <laughs> Reading about sex are very different. One, Theory and practice, yes. very different. Totally. One, you get a sore hand. The other one, you're going to get a okay, exercise. Okay. So, yeah. so look, theory and practice are very different. And I'll give you a really good example, right? It's a bit like that, um, you know, you can have money, you, you know, that guy that went to the casino mm -hmm. and didn't want to waste money. I already know the punchline. Yes, yeah, so he played the mind game, you know, where you bet with your mind. The thing is, so, you know, Fake money is not real if it's mental, right? Yeah, yeah. If you win a bet, but it's, you didn't put any money down, it's not real. Same thing. Mm. So real life results is what it's about. And how do you protect yourself? 
We're one. Let's talk about protection. And guys, if you want my guide that I'm going to write, it's going to be an awesome guide. Pop, pop, pro, comment, PPP. I'm blown. <laughs> protect, profit, prosper. That's what the P stands for. The best way to protect yourself. One is you need to educate yourself and invest in yourself and know exactly what you're doing. Two, you've got to get your cash flow right. Mm -hmm. Three, you've got to put money in the offset account to protect yourself. Definitely. Four, you've got to have a circle of safety to protect you. Circle of safety. You need you know, a property coach, you need a lawyer, you need a property manager, you need all those people to do everything for you. Mm. And that's how you protect yourself. Now we'll talk about profit. All right? How do we profit, George? How do we profit? Okay. This is how we profit. What we do is the 16,000 suburbs in Australia. Out of those 16 suburbs, there's a small percentage. That are in the top 100. That's right. Well, top 1% of these suburbs is 160 suburbs in Australia. Right. That are the top 1%. Right, so we're going in the top 1%. And what I'm, what I'm really doing is I'm actually going to the top 100 in the state. And the reason I'm doing it is just a different way of looking at it, but same thing. Mm -hmm. Similar thing. And we're looking at the top 100. Now, out of these 16,000 suburbs, there's going to be five, six, seven thousand, eight thousand of them that are going to go down in value over the next few years. Yeah. Right? It may be even more of them. Right? I don't know. There could be 4,000, there could be 12,000, there could be 14,000 that are going to go down in value. But I know there's going to be around 500 to 1,000 of them that are going to go up. Mm -hmm. And the top 100 are definitely going to go up. That's so the beauty. We're hedging beauty. our bets. We're hedging yeah. our bets. And that's the beautiful part of it because it doesn't matter if the market's going up or down. Well, on average, the top 100 outperforms the rest of the market by 15 to 20%. Yes. So we're talking millions here. Yeah, so 15, 20% is a very high number. So even when it's good, so even when times are good, mm. there's still three or 4,000 suburbs that are doing shit. Mm. That's the problem. The bottom 100. Yeah, the bottom, the bottom. The, you no. don't want to touch the bottom 100. You don't want to touch the bottom 4,000. No. Right? <laughs> None I, of I, that. Personally, I don't want to touch the bottom 12,000. I don't want to even go nowhere near the bottom. Yeah, I want to get a 10-foot pole and wouldn't <laughs> touch it with that, right? We stick to the top 100. Yes. And that's what we're going to do. And that's how you get a profit. Because what we're going to do is we're going to go for property. So what's happening at the moment? Some suburbs, there's going to be more demand than and less supply. Supply, yeah. And some is going to be more supply and less demand. Supply and demand. It always goes back to those fundamentals. Yeah, it's pretty clear about yeah. that. Now, migration has slowed right down. Well, borders are closed, right? Yes, yes. Migration <laughs> slowed right down. So because migration slowed right down... We stopped the boats, finally. Uh, All we had to do was have a pandemic. <laughs> Look, because migration slowed down so much, guess what? Now it's more important than ever to go to the top 100. Mm -hmm. Especially now. Because with, with migration, when migration was coming in at full force, you could invest about anywhere and make money. Mm -hmm. What's happening now is there's some no-go zones. I'm going to print a list of no-go zones. Oh, and yeah. some of the no-go no -go zones are actually Melbourne and Sydney. So if you're in Melbourne and Sydney, I'm talking to you guys. You need to read this You need to read ASAP. This. Because Melbourne and Sydney were already on the way going down. Please get But educated. now they're going to go down even more. Mm -hmm. So... Very interesting what's going to happen. How do we profit? We find the right property in the top 100. Mm -hmm. The right structure, one that we can depreciate and use our tax dollars. And really, the way to profit 
is to find a property that's going to double in the next seven or ten years. Mm. And I think it may happen even quicker than that because of what's happened now. Awesome. The rebound effect is so strong. You heard of the rebound effect. Yeah. You know, you break up the boyfriend or girlfriend and then... Then you get a rebound boyfriend. <laughs> really quick, right? <laughs> yeah. It happens very quick. Why yeah. does it happen quick? Because you need them to get over. Because you've got, emot- you got those emotions, right? Yes, yes. The market's like a... A girl or guy that's broken up their boyfriend or girlfriend. It rebounds back. Seriously. And what happens is it bounces down and then it's got a... And the momentum, the momentum of the property doing this actually bounces it right up really quickly. Right. And what people are trying to do, they're trying to catch it on the way up. But it's too late. It's very quick. It's already jumped up. Very quick. So what happens is they're sitting there waiting to catch Mm -hmm. it. And then they go, they blink and then they're like, oh shit, missed it. So if you miss the last property boom, Right? It's not your fault. But seriously, if you missed the next one and you've been listening to me, especially the people that missed it last time and I told them not to miss it, this time around it's your fault. Definitely. Mm. So that's how we profit. We get a property. Radical responsibility. Yes. It's your fault. We get a property in the top 100 that's going to double in value over the next 7, 10 years. That's how we profit. And how do we prosper, George? How do we prosper? This is how we prosper because the prospering is the important part. This is the fun part too, right? What we're going to do, what we're going to do with prospering is one, Leverage is the key to prospering, mm-hmm. right? Leverage. So you talk, if you look at Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant, right? There's employee, self-employed, mm-hmm. business owner, investor. investor. Now, where do you want to be, guys? Where do you want to be? Do you want to be... Investor. You want to be investor. That's that right. That you want to investor. be investor. That one, yes. <laughs> now, to be investor, inve- so let's talk about the difference. An employee... They trade time for dollars. Mm-hmm. What does someone who's self-employed do? Trade even more time for dollars. <laughs> Trust me, I know. What does a business owner do? They trade people working for dollars. Mm-hmm. A bit better. Sometimes can be stressful. And then they investor... They need to move into that investor quadrant. Investor uses capital and gets money. capital doing the work. Creating this is money. where we talk about passive income. Excellent. Now... What's the what's good about passive income? What what's one time you can make money with passive income while you're sleeping? Yes, high five. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to go to sleep now, George. Because my properties are making that's me right. money. But guess what? This is the good part about it: is you can make money while you're awake as well. Awesome. So you don't have to be asleep. You, you can go sleep. for a walk on the beach. Yes. Take dog for a walk. No, because I mean, everyone talks about Doesn't making money when they're sleeping. I like making money when well, I'm not sleeping. You can be awake too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about prosper. Mm-hmm. And this is where you prosper. Because prosper is where you start doubling and doubling and doubling your money and right. really making good dollars. Prospering is where you do what I did and made a million dollars in one year without getting out of it. That's the prospering part. Mm. The prospering time takes time. time. Part takes time. And what happens is mm. it compounds. But what we're doing in prospering, instead of using labor to get money, we're using capital to make us money. Mm-hmm. So the important part here is we're going to leverage one. Now, if you've got a mortgage, right? And look, 70% of people have got to own occupier. Mm-hmm. And 50% of those people have got no mortgage. So you've got massive equity, lazy equity sitting there. You can leverage that and make money. Mm-hmm. The other people, you've probably got equity in between, sandwiched in between the value of the property and what you own mm. that you can use as well. And other people have probably got equity they don't realize that we can squeeze out of different ways. And one of the things I do in the 14 Day Challenge is show people nine different ways of getting a property without paying a deposit. 
Because so, there's a lot of different ways you can get into the market. Yes. So then what we do is we use that equity or cash or whatever we're using to get property. And then what we're doing to prosper mm -hmm. is we're going to leverage the property, the tenant, the taxpayer, the bank, the circle of safety, get all them doing all the heavy lifting. Nice. That's the key. That's it. You heard it from me. Yes. <laughs> right? And that's the key, getting them to do the heavy lifting. You don't want to do it yourself. That's old school. Forget it. You don't want to renovate. You old don't want school. to knock it down that and build. Old you don't want to be your own landlord. You yeah. don't want to paint or fix the gutters or fix the ceiling or anything like that. You just want to be good at what you're good at. You want, what you want to do is you want to count, get the money in every week. That's all that matters. Just watch that bank account keep going up. So guys, that's it. That's the triple piece. Awesome. We're going to be writing a book about it. But look, it's very exciting. If you want to ask any more questions before we go offline, please comment below. Comment below because after this we're going. That's it. We will be going very soon. Oh, look at that. This okay, there's, there's some comments here. Okay. All right, hello, PPP. Keep your value in GFC. It's difficult to get tenants into investment properties. Is it difficult to get oh, properties? Is it, is, it, is it difficult to... Is it difficult to get tenants into investment properties due to COVID? Look, well, no, it's not. Not for no, our no, okay, members okay. anyway. So, so look, <laughs> if you buy in the wrong area and you're buying a unit or something in Sydney CBD or Melbourne CBD, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be challenging to get tenants. But don't buy there because mm. the property market's dropping there and vacancy rates are there. The vacancy rate is what determines whether you're going to get a property, uh, person in your property, regardless of COVID. And what we tend to do is go for places that are very low vacancy and usually getting a tenant within a week or two, minimum, maximum. Well, all of our members, they've just, you know, because we're buying in the top 100, we've had tenants lining up to get into these investment properties. And, you know, day after settlement, you know, it's just been, yeah, it's been amazing. So, and, and I mean, look, I've done plenty of case studies on our members that have recently settled during COVID-19 and they're making money from day one. Positive properties, I'm talking, you know, no issues with getting tenants or anything like that. So it's just been really, really positive, which is great. And if you've got a circle of safety supporting you and, and helping you invest, especially in a time like this, it's worth its weight in gold. It really is because, you know, just having that safety and security to help you get to the next level with your investing. Yeah, so look, I really think now is the golden opportunity. Mm. This is the best time ever. You know, as Warren Buffett says, you know, when people are fearful, be greedy. When people are greedy, be fearful. And we're going to leave you on a positive note here. Whenever there's crisis, there is... Opportunity. Opportunity, look, guys. Look, Remember that. And forget <laughs> about the being fearful or greedy. What I suggest is be prepared and be mm. bold and take advantage of this, right? Awesome. That's what it's about. So guys, look, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. We appreciate um, you. We love you. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful. And please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, we have a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income, I've become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy, and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated, 
to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand the information I share is of a general nature only and is not taking into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisor has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, and provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.